I'm so excited to be back. I don't know why my voice just went 12 octaves higher than it normally does, but we're just going to pretend like that didn't happen and go with it because I think I've recorded this introduction at least 100 times. So welcome to the third episode of What the L. I am your host, L. Kramer. I'm so excited to be back in the studio with you guys. And it has definitely been an interesting week, let me tell you that much. I hope you have had a great week. It has been a little bit colder this week, which has been super nice. I was not expecting that because I've just been wearing, you know, the usual tank top and shorts combo like every single other day in Louisiana because it is a little toasty out, but that's okay. We love it here. We love it in the good old boot. Yes, we do. And (laughs) without further ado, I just wanted to get right into today's topic, which is about detachment and detaching and how do we go about unattaching ourselves from mindsets that no longer serve you? This year has been an amazing year. Absolutely amazing, transformative year of my life. But it has also been one of the hardest, uncomfortable years of my life. And that is because this year I practice letting go of the things in my life that I can't control and I was able to make peace with whatever the final outcome of my situation was at the time that I was struggling with. This year I really struggled with other people's opinions and my opinion of myself. I was extremely hard on myself and I think a lot of the pain was honestly self-inflicted because I was just so incredibly hard on myself that I don't know I I couldn't see myself in a loving way and earlier this year I started to get really really uncomfortable with my life and where I was at and like I was just life was just starting to get really shitty for me and this was whenever I was starting to detach from my surroundings and I realized I cannot become a new version of myself by carrying around all the negative energy from my past. And I had to remove and let go of the people and the things in my life that no longer serve me. And in order to do this, I had to make space for what is to come. And that caused my life to feel so uncomfortable because at that point I was growing and learning and becoming just this version of myself that I had no idea that I was able to create. So because of certain things that I've been through in my life, I have developed this type of way that my brain reacts to things. I have been, I believe, stuck in a state of fight or flight for I don't know how long, honestly. Like, the more I look into it, I'm not, I'm not like, a ther- like I'm not a licensed professional but I mean based on my own observation looking outward not like looking in retrospect of myself and looking from an unbiased point of view of myself I think I'm an anxious attached person because of the constant alert that is physically manifested in my body which is like called anxiety but 
if you've listened to the Mel Robbins podcast, there's an episode where she talks about, she gets this like licensed neuroscientist where he comes and talks about anxiety and if you struggle with anxiety and how to let go of it and how to like physically, how to physically relinquish the anxiety that is in your body at the present moment and becoming aware of that and grounding yourself and doing all of these great things. And I've only, I listened to that podcast probably two weeks ago. And since then I've been able to feel a more peace than I've like felt in my entire life. And I feel like I actually have a little bit more control of my thoughts because my thoughts, it's just like my brain just never shuts up. So having a time of quiet in my head is very rare. So based on just trauma that has happened in my life that I think a lot of people can relate to, but I think what I'm about to say is going to resonate with a lot of you, but you probably just never had the right words for it. And I think I cracked the code of what you might be feeling. And if you're not feeling this way, I love that for you. But if you do, let me know if you can relate to this. So being in that state of fight or flight, whenever you had a traumatic moment in your life, can physically keep your body in that state. So whenever you are anxious, whenever you're having an anxious moment, you, you're something in your brain goes on high alert. My therapist told me this once. It's like I was just telling her, I don't know why I feel so just tense all the time and I just don't know why I can't let this feeling go out of my body and just like let it let this feeling come and then let it go and release it it doesn't release even after the moment has passed even after the thing that has made me anxious is far gone the feeling of just like clenching fist but in a actual feeling throughout my body is like still there and I can't it's so hard to explain but that cortisol doesn't just go away. It just stays in your body. And if you're anything like me, or if you've experienced this, it's when your body is just stuck with that anxious, like you just can't, you can't like go to let go of it. So your body becomes stuck in that position forever. And for me, like I felt like about two weeks ago, I was listening to this podcast and she was talking about if you feel like you wake up and you're just in a chronic state of dread for anxiety of like what the day is to bring you it's probably because you're anxious constantly and I'm like well yes duh. like I definitely feel that I feel like I knew that but like and a lot of stuff I learned in high school was about try to stop treating the symptoms of your problems and look at the root and so the root for me is I have a lot of just like I guess childhood I don't know I just have trauma from the past that has like been physically stuck in my body that I have have not been able to release and I have to be honest with myself and be like reach out to that inner child of who I was in those situations and give her the love and care that she needed in those situations and tell her that it's okay and like that moment is over because I have been in a chronic state of fight or flight since those moments and 
I had to learn how to release myself from those moments. And nobody can release yourself from those except for yourself. And until you do that, your mind is going to feel like a prison and it's not going to feel like a safe place. And for me, it felt like a prison for a really long time. And it made me depressed and it made me really anxious and it just made me really sad. And it made me fall into a really hard rut that I felt like I was going to never get out of. And for me, like, I know not everyone relates to this, and I want this podcast especially just to feel like a relatable place, even if we're not all the same. Like, if you, even if you're not a spiritual person, and even if you are, like, I just, I feel like it's not stressed enough that no matter who you are and no matter what you believe, you have value because you are a human being, and... I think Christianity, like this is off topic, but I think Christianity gets a really bad rap because a lot of a lot of the mistakes that other people have made that are terrible things that have happened become what it is, like what is perceived as. But where it really should be, like we all should just love everyone no matter if they're who they are like no matter what they do no matter who they are like you should love somebody where they're at and if you can't love them where they're at support them from a distance and if you can't do that just pray for them or pray for yourself or <laughs> if you don't pray then just be a good person like I think that you just being a good person and helping other people whenever you're feeling in a state of like, I can't do this anymore. Life is so mundane and dull and stale and I'm tired of it. I just resort to helping other people because that always gives me so much perspective and it allows me to detach from my situation and look at the bigger picture and just be grateful and have a grateful heart for what I have. Like, I wake up every single day. I have a heart that's beating. I have good health. I have a family that loves me. I have good siblings. I have great parents. I have lifelong friends that I can never thank God enough for. I go to a, I have a great education, even though I complain about it constantly. Like I'm, all of these things are amazing and I need to be happy with that. Even if at one point in my life, I felt like I didn't want to be in my hometown for college. Like this was the last thing I wanted to do. I wanted to be, I wanted to be somewhere else. And so I went somewhere else and I thought this place was, I thought I could make that place home, but I realized I'm just running away from my problems. And my problems is that I'm restless I'm truly restless and I have a restless heart and until I give that restless heart to Jesus or and until you give that restless heart to whatever you believe you need to give it to but for me it was Jesus Christ I couldn't allow myself to be happy and until I started asking myself what my life would be like if I wasn't my biggest enemy I wasn't able to make change. Once I started believing that it is what it is and that's how it's supposed to be and what's meant for me won't pass me by 
and stopped internalizing rejection and no matter what form that was like rejection of me liking somebody or rejection of a job application or rejection of a school I wanted to go to whatever that might be I I decided to start choosing what chose me and in this six-month transformative like period time of my life I chose what chose me and nothing was choosing me it felt like so that was whenever I made the moment the decision in that moment to choose myself and I wanted to start giving myself the space and the love that I have been looking for for so long and something that can never fulfill me no earthly thing can fulfill me the hole that we all have in our hearts until we can learn how to fill it ourselves and I was trying to get all of these other things to fill my cup whenever my cup was constantly being poured out because I was doing overextending myself basically and doing everything that everyone asked of me until I had nothing left to give and I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror anymore and I'm like who are you like what what are you (laughs) what are you doing where like and I don't know I'm just the fact that I'm such a self-aware person I I don't know if other people are like this and are so critical of every little thing that they do throughout their day like it can be the smallest thing and if it like if I did it wrong, I'm so mean to myself and I, I'm getting better at it, but it's definitely something that I had the hardest time with for the longest time. And for the longest time, I felt like I was in a rush to get into a relationship because my whole life I grew up with two great role model brothers who had their high school sweethearts with them and I felt like I needed that too like I felt their journey since they were so close to me like we were always together I started to think that my timeline was the exact same as theirs and just because they found love in high school and they beat the odds and they're great to their girlfriends and their girlfriends are great to them I thought I needed that in that moment too. In high school, I had a really hard time with the fact that my brothers were in loving relationships and I felt so singled out, I guess, just because I didn't have that. And that was something that like, I'm a hopeless romantic. Like I've always wanted, I've always been in love with the idea of love as every girl is, but I mean... I wasn't ever trying to settle for anything less than what I deserved, but I have done that before because I felt like I needed to be seen. And in retrospect, 100% the reason as to why I was single during these formative years of my life is because God knew that I needed time to break the attachment I have over these expectations and standards that I put on guys or anything like on a situation 
whenever I want something to go the way I want it to. And if it doesn't, I would freak out. Like I've been saying, I, in relationships, I think I was such a fixer. I wanted to fix the guys that I was dating because I felt like, I don't know, I guess I was projecting if I'm being honest, I probably didn't like the things in myself. And so I saw them like something that needed to be fixed and probably because I just wanted to ignore the things in myself that I didn't like and that was the easier thing to do and like I did have relationships in high school and in college but I mean I take I would take back none of them because everything in those relationships they have taught me what I didn't like and people and what I wanted in a partner and things I needed to work on within myself and standards that I need to raise and things that just I learned so much and so like all of those experiences that seemed terrible where I had my heart broken (laughs) like that seemed like the end of the world just they make me laugh now because seeing where I am now and seeing how much of my worth that I know and that I have value because I'm a person and where I'm at no matter what is okay and learning to love myself through the good moments and the bad, I've been able to create such a safe place in my brain instead of seeing it as a jail cell. I used to dread spending time alone, but now I love being by myself because it feels peaceful. Like I used to not feel a sense of peace because I was worried about what everybody else was doing. So whenever you are truly in a place of being truly open to what the world has to offer you, then you step into this new source of power that you unlocked within yourself. And in that, it's so empowering. And you just feel like a thousand times better about yourself. My confidence went through the roof whenever I realized that I have not truly been able to step into my power because I wasn't open with what was able to come to me. The more I was able to stop being so afraid of what the future held for me, the more I was able to be excited for different possibilities. Like right now, I'm kind of in a weird place in my life because I don't know exactly the direct, like I know the general direction. No, I don't even want to say that. Like I don't even really know the general direction of where my life is headed. Like I just know that my goal in life is to be a wife one day and to be a mother and to help people. And I want the job that I do decide to have is to help people in whatever way that is. I don't really know what that's going to be like. And I, (laughs) it's been a, it's been a rocky journey trying to come to terms that whenever people ask me, Hey Elle, what do you want to do with your life? Like I don't have the picture perfect answer that everyone else my age does. And that used to terrify me, but now I'm letting it be exciting because now that means I can do anything I want, basically. Like, the world is my oyster. I can go with whatever direction I want. And that is something that shouldn't be scary. It should be exciting. Living energetically unattached to other people's expectations, opinions, requirements is honestly the most freeing feeling I've felt in my entire life. And I stand by that. And, yeah, it... I was able to 
become the best version of myself because I've been able to detach from these things. But it still isn't picture perfect because, I mean, I have mess ups every single day. I struggle just like you. Like, okay, this is going to sound so ridiculous, but I know that I have grown based on the fact that whenever I used to break a nail, I would have to stop everything that I'm doing and like go fix it immediately. Like if I broke a nail and I was like studying for a test, I was like, oh my God, I cannot be productive now. Like I have to go re-get my nail done, like have my nails done in order to do stuff. Like I can't, I just can't function like this. And I am talking to you right now with three broken nails and I've had these three broken nails for at least 72 hours. And that may seem like a little deal to you, but that is a huge deal for me because that's how hard it is for me to let go of the way I want things to go. Like if I didn't have my nails on, I felt like I couldn't be productive and it sounds stupid, but it's a real, like, it's really, I've had a certain way that just like goes to show that like I had a certain way of the way I wanted things to come into my life and the way I wanted things to leave my life. That doesn't make sense. Basically, if things didn't have a certain outcome, I would freak out. And now I'm able to just go with the flow and I have three broken nails and I'm still being productive. I'm still recording a podcast and that that is that's crazy. Once I was able to truly grasp the concept that what is meant for me will not pass me by, I was able to truly allow myself to go with the flow and I am someone who really does struggle with doing that and letting go. So now I know that the outcome doesn't define me and I can just work through it it's gonna be okay and the best is yet to come like this isn't the worst this isn't gonna be the best time of your life like the best is yet to come there's better things that are gonna happen and if even right now feels like the worst time you're gonna get through it because I was or am such an emotional person I struggle to process my emotions in a way where I can recognize that my emotions are happening and that I can feel them and then I can release them. I I struggle to do that. I struggle to release my emotions. Like once I have a certain emotion, I can kind of let it I can let it sit with me for too long and I can't release these emotions after they have been there. And sometimes I will suppress my emotions because I don't want to feel the harsh reality of whatever situation I'm facing currently facing oh my gosh sometimes I really can't speak but I'm not gonna take that out because this is the real me so being able to detach from materialistic things I was able to let myself process emotions in a healthier way because of the ability that I was seeing things in a more practical light than trying to suppress them or compartmentalize so whenever I was feeling emotional in whatever way that could have been, whether I was like feeling anxious, feeling sad, angry, upset, happy, I held on to these feelings for too long and I would let it control how I reacted to situations. I was so afraid of being stuck in a situation or an option that I just didn't want than just letting things pan out and work out for themselves that I was willing to self-sabotage good things that were happening for me in my life 
And so often I can make a whole podcast episode about that because like self-sabotaging is a true tool that a lot of us have put in our toolbox that we should really take out because it is something that can really mess up opportunities for you. So retraining myself from becoming a self-sabotager, anxious, attached individual to someone who is detached and unbothered by other people's opinions or experiences, I have been able to truly come to terms with the things that are happening in my life and I'm just letting the things come to me as they go and whenever they're done, whenever their purpose is gone, I release it and I let things come and go into my life without setting expectations for what these things might become and that has freed me of my prisoner mindset that I was in for so long. It took a long time for me to have a deep-rooted understanding that I don't want something that isn't meant for me. And if it wasn't for me, that something better is coming. Something better will be replacing what was not meant for me. And just because I was rejected isn't a bad thing. That can literally be such a blessing in disguise. Being rejected from something can literally be the greatest thing to ever happen to you if you let it be. If you let it be. You can't control everything and this is more of a pep talk to myself than it is to then just as it is to you guys because I struggle with all of these things but I think talking about it can really help so whenever you find yourself spiraling and you think that the whole world is just gonna fall apart right then and there remind yourself that it's all gonna work out and what's meant for you will not pass you by and just because other people have something that you don't right now doesn't mean that you're never going to get it. You will get it whenever it's meant to be given to you. And if it's not given to you right now, there's a reason for that. And there's things that you need to focus on in your life, like being more present and focus on the given moment at hand instead of worrying about what you don't have. Instead of worrying about what you don't have, be grateful for what you do have. And in that time that you're practicing gratitude, good things will come your way because you're looking for them. You're seeing them in your daily day-to-day life. You're going to look outside and you're going to see the sun and you're going to be like, wow, I'm so blessed to get some vitamin D today. (laughs) I'm telling you, like once you have this mindset shift, it can be so freeing and it can just change the way that you see the world and it can just honestly change up your whole energy and it allows you to feel a little bit more untouchable which is honestly a really cool feeling but I think (laughs) I think I'm done guys I I hope you were able to get something out of this episode and I really enjoyed looking into this I (laughs) was coming up with my podcast outline while I was taking a little hot girl walk today in the park and it was great it was really nice I had a nice little connect with nature moment because after the past two days I really needed some reconnect with nature moment because I think I ate my body weight in macaroons and some mimosas it was really great but definitely needed a nice little reset (laughs) 
Thank you guys for coming back again and listening to me rant for however long I do this. It really means the world and I really appreciate you and I appreciate all the love and support that you guys have been giving me. If you have anything that you'd like differently or if you would like some perspective on something that's going on in your life, please feel free. My DMs are always open. I have Instagram, TikTok. I have Snapchat, but (laughs) I don't know for how much longer I'll have that because I'm kind of over it. I'm like getting to the point where I'm like 21 and I'm like, "Mm, do we really want to have this anymore? But that's just a whole other thing. Hopefully next time the topics will be a little bit more lighthearted, but no promises because, you know, I like to deliver the hard hitting truth that everyone needs to hear. But with that, I'm so proud of you. Thanks for staying and I'll see you next time. I love you. Bye.